0: Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 54. Cruising on your first Royal Caribbean cruise is always a challenge, and this week, we have first-time Royal Caribbean cruiser Danielle Perry with us to preview her upcoming cruise on the Lure of the Seas. We'll talk about what brought her to Royal Caribbean, what her plans are for her ship, and what her and her family are planning to do while on board. Here we go. I love having listeners on the podcast with me, and today I've got actually not just a listener, but a good friend of mine, Danielle Perry from Canada, who is going on a lure of the seas later this month, and Danielle is not only going on a lure of the seas, this is also her first time on a Royal Caribbean cruise in general. We'll get into that a little bit more. Danielle, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Matt. Happy to be here.
0: Absolutely. And Danielle is, you know, it's funny because Danielle's a lot like me. I, we, we both started out. As huge Disney fans, we both started out going on Disney Cruise Line, and after many weeks and months of pestering, I finally got Danielle to book, well, I finally got her to book one Royal Caribbean cruise. I think you're up to, like, three now. <laughs> How many <laughs> did you book?
1: Yeah, I have, I have a few on the go, that's for sure. <laughs> yep,
0: yeah. and she is booked uh, on the Quantum of the Seas group cruise, so I, I salute you. I'm looking forward to being able to cruise with you on your second Royal Caribbean cruise, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that one.
0: Absolutely. And of course, since we mentioned it, since Danielle brought it up, I have no choice but to shamelessly plug the Royal Caribbean <laughs> Blog Group Cruise, which, of course, you can go to our show notes on RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com. And there you'll find a link to our group cruise information. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's March 21st, 2015. And we're inviting a lot of everyone, in fact, listening to join us for things to be a lot of fun. But enough of the plugs. Let's get back to Danielle's cruise. So, Danielle, you're yes. going on Allure of the Seas. Now, besides my pestering, what else <laughs> convinced you to pick this particular cruise?
1: Well, I have to admit that the kids' sale free was – I just couldn't turn that down. It was an amazing deal. Um, so it was about – it's going to be about half the cost of what I normally pay for a Disney cruise. So it was just too tempting to not try.
0: Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean because we actually applied – the that same sale just came out, as I'm sure you know, the yes. other uh, week. And it's actually going on right now if you're listening to this podcast uh, on the day it comes out. And – it's a great sale. It's something that I actually took out again, and I applied it for an upcoming cruise that we have for next year. And oh. it's 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 I agree, great. It, 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 when you have kids, because uh, I'm not sure if I announced this on this podcast, but my wife is expecting our second child.
1: Oh my gosh! Congratulations, yeah. Matt! Thank you, That's thank amazing. you.
0: So we wow. have we're in the same boat. We have we have four four people in a room, and and uh, with the with the with the third and fourth passenger free, it's 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 a steal, is what it is.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I, to, I couldn't believe that you could cruise with a family of four for that <laughs> Jeep. So there you go. And on the world's largest ship, I mean, can't go wrong.
0: Which, uh, now let me tell, which itinerary did you pick and which stateroom did you pick?
1: Okay, so we're doing the Eastern Caribbean and okay. we're in a promenade stateroom.
0: Ah, uh, the Promenade View stateroom, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, so wh- that'll be different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's something that's unique to Royal Caribbean in general. But what is there a reason why you picked that particular itinerary in that particular stateroom category?
1: Well, yeah, I've I've done western now. The past three cruises we've done have has it just turned out that the weeks we wanted to sail had been the western, um, so we are kind of get, getting tired of those ports, and we wanted to get back to the eastern. Um, so I knew I wanted to go that week. It just worked well with the week that my husband wanted to take off from work anyway, um, and. That stateroom we picked... Did you ask me why I picked that stateroom? Or am I getting yes. ahead of myself? Okay.
0: No, you yes. got it exactly right.
1: Okay. Um, well, the thing is, I wanted something. See, you know how on Disney Cruise Line, they're known for their large staterooms. So I got kind of spoiled with that. So I was looking on Royal Caribbean to see what kind of staterooms I could get. And the ocean view, surprisingly, were actually going to be smaller on the Allure than the promenade Stateroom view stateroom. Mm. So... Um, I just decided to give that a go, and I was looking, at, it was one of those things, and being a Disney fan, you know how it is, when you have something booked, it's like with Disney dining, you're on that site constantly trying to get the reservation times that you want. on, and, <laughs> and so it was the same thing with this, I, I wanted a bigger stateroom, so I kept looking and looking and looking each day, and then finally a Promenade View stateroom came up, and so I just switched it quickly, and the rest is history.
0: Absolutely, it's a great choice, I think you're going to really enjoy it, and and that Eastern Caribbean is, is a lot of fun, some good islands to visit. And I, I was with you. I remember we did a lot of Western Caribbean. And I love the Western Caribbean, but you need a break every now and then, so it's nice exactly, to... Exactly, yeah. Yeah, change it up a little bit. And cool. I think we
1: prefer Eastern. We like those ports a little bit better anyway, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. the only... The only it's it's I would tell you as a yeah, the only my only regret is that you're not going to be able to see Labadee but I know that on our yeah. group cruise we'll be able to go there so I'm not too worried about that. You'll get a chance to experience it together and Labity. Yeah, so that'll be yeah. that'll be a lot I, of fun.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to see uh, how that compares to the Castaway Key so yeah, there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to seeing. For sure. Cool.
0: So what are uh, in terms of what's on alert of the seas, which and there's quite a bit. What yeah. are you eyeing in terms of activities on board? What's really what are you thinking about doing? Restaurants, activities, everything else in between.
1: Okay, well, being of Italian background, I'm really looking forward to Giovanni's table. Um, that's I would say the number one restaurant I'm looking forward to trying. Um, and I really, I want to try the zip lining. Um, I'm excited to see what the pools are like, especially the H2O zone for my kids because they're going to you know, love it. Oh, I'm I'm sure they are just being used to the Disney cruises and how small the, the pools are there. I'm really looking forward to what I hear is going to be a much better pool experience on the Allure. So, um, I don't know. I think those are are the main things I'm looking forward to, but just trying everything new. I mean, we're kind of getting used to the menus on the fantasy and things like that. So it'll be nice to just try some new food and try some new experiences. I mean, my kids are dying to, to uh, ride that carousel. So I, I don't know. We're looking forward to all of it, seeing some new shows that aren't Disney. <laughs> so it, it'll just it'll just be nice. It'll be a completely different experience than what we're used to.
0: Well, of course, on Alert of the seas you have Chicago playing, which I absolutely think you you should definitely check out if you weren't already planning on mm-hmm. on doing that. That's the Broadway shows are really top notch, and it's really where Royal Caribbean's entertainment shine, no question about it. The uh, and of course they have the Aqua Theater, the show yes. which, which yeah which uh, is what Aqua. Oh my gosh, I'm th- I can only think of the is one
1: it Ocean Area.
0: Ocean area, that's the one. Yeah. yeah, I knew there was a there was a water word involved. Yes. Yeah. been on Oasis has a slightly different show, but same same okay. basic concept. I think you'll really enjoy that and the ice skating show. Make sure you see that. That's I think you're true.
1: Go- yes. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, so that's going to be a very cool thing for you. No pun intended. And uh, Giovanni's table is a great restaurant. I ate there with my wife. We went there on a little uh, date night kind of thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's. I think that Giovanni's table on the Oasis class is the most beautiful. Because in other ones, they've basically taken over either the old Portofinos or, or just you know shared space. But this is a dedicated area in Central Park, and it's just gorgeous. Make sure you spend some time, if you can. I know you got your kids with you. Uh, yeah. to take some photos in Central Park in the evening especially because it's really beautiful there.
1: Well, every, everything I read and everyone I talk to says Central Park is the nicest area on the ship. So I'm really looking forward to that too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a great thing. And, of course, with your kids, man, there's going to be so much. You have the DreamWorks Parade, which mm-hmm. is a lot of fun. And it's funny because, you know, the first night you're going to have the parade being shown. But it's like a really weird time. It's like 11 o'clock or something like that at night, which is late for Mm -hmm. for kids. But what you can have your kids do is look out that your promenade view window. Check out the parade. And then and then on another day, they're going to show it again at a much better time, like in the afternoon. Then mm-hmm. you bring the kids down; they can enjoy it again. Unless you want to be a bad parent, keep let your kids stay up to eleven. <laughs>
1: which case, <laughs>
0: more power to you. <laughs> we'll see how much sugar
1: they've had. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely going to be a perk. Yeah, to they'll love sitting on that little coach thing by the bay window and looking down at the promenade. I'm sure they will. So, yeah. to see the parade will be a cool experience.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun time for them. What are your plans for on shore when you get to your various islands that you're visiting in the Eastern Caribbean?
1: Okay, so what we're going to do, we don't have any plans for NASA yet, but um, what we've actually, a company that we've used when we've done the Western um, Caribbean itinerary has been Um, resortforaday.com. I think you've used them, haven't you, Matt? Maybe not.
0: Yes, no, I use them for, again, Western Caribbean and Falmouth. Okay. I use them okay. for the uh, Hilton, Ro- Rose Hilton, Hilton Rose Hilton uh, Rose Resort. Yeah, they're great. Right,
1: right. That's what we used it for, too, in Falmouth, the same resort. So we're doing that for St. Martin and for St. Thomas uh, We because nice. re- we've been to those islands before. So we know we've taken the tour of them before, but we really like the option of having – pool too um, the beach is nice obviously it's beautiful but we're pool people as well my kids love swimming in pools and i love resort pools and the look of the palm trees you know the whole the whole resort experience so um, we're gonna do that for both uh both ports and then nasa i don't know i don't know if we'll get off at nasa or maybe we will and just head into the straw market for a little bit and come back uh we usually like to pick up hot sauce at every port we're big hot sauce fanatics. So hot we sauce? might go, <laughs> yeah, hot sauce. We love it. Uh, so we might go into the straw market, pick up some Bahamian uh, hot sauce that we got last time, and come back to the ship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I've learned something new about Danielle. I thought there I knew it go. all, but <laughs> likes the hot sauce. All right. Yeah. More power to yeah. you.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Our fridge, the door of our fridge, is just a collection of hot sauces from around the world. It's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> wow. You yeah. should, uh, completely unrelated to cruising, but if you're flying in maybe a day before, you should definitely check out Tijuana Flats. Have you ever been there in Florida?
1: No, I haven't, but I've heard of it, actually.
0: Yeah, it's a Mexican chain restaurant. I think mostly just either in Florida or the Southeast. And their big thing is they have, like, a gargantuan selection of hot sauces. Oh, so, really?
1: Okay. Yeah, you should, you know, for a
0: pre-cruise meal, it'll be really cheap also, which is nice. Kids, like, so they- really... They just have, like... it's It's, like... It's a buffet of hot sauce, literally. That's what they have over there. Oh, and,
1: okay. Yeah, Thanks for the tip. So they're going to have one in Fort Lauderdale, then? They have one?
0: They, I'm, I would be shocked if they didn't, because they have like all over Orlando and all everywhere I've been in Florida. You almost see them like one in a town. So in a big city like that, I got to think I'm going, but it's worth a drive if not. So yeah, I'm going to look
1: into it. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the tip. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: So going back to the cruise itself and and on a, on a lure of the seas, have you looked at what are the kids most interested in doing? Are they looking at the, at the shows themselves or how much do they know about what's coming at them?
1: Well, we call it the Madagascar cruise ship. (laughs) <laughs> so they're really looking forward to seeing their fr- their uh favorite characters from Madagascar and they love Shrek um even how to train your dragon I think he's there too right um Yep hiccup i think yeah hiccup's his name so yeah oh they love the dreamworks movie so they're really looking forward to that um in terms of the shows they don't really know anything about the shows themselves but i want to take them to the um aqua theater show and then um i'm just really hoping that they like the um the kids club because i'm hoping to use that most evenings (laughs) so my husband and i can you know just have some adult time in the evenings but um oh yeah they're looking forward to it a lot
0: yeah it's, it's a good time it's funny because when we went on Freedom of the Seas they have the DreamWorks experience as well mm-hmm. and I had never really seen many DreamWorks films I think I saw Shrek that was about it and oh, they have okay. a channel that just plays the DreamWorks movies on loop and oh, we saw perfect. it so many times because my <laughs> daughter was watching it all the time and I got to the point where I was like I like I love Megamind I think it's a great film and oh, then there yeah, were other I've ones like, uh, what was it? Monsters vs. Aliens, which is terrible. <laughs> and <laughs> so it's like, but there's some really good ones. Uh, the, the Madagascar is actually really funny. I really oh, enjoy yeah. that. One I it,
1: love Madagascar.
0: Yeah, one and two are really good.
1: Mm-hmm. And they
0: show. So when they're like, good ones on Megamind, I will stop everything. And I will literally sit down and watch Megamind because I love that one. And, and Madagascar is also good. But, you know, if it's Monsters vs. Aliens, I'll be like, oh, Planet 51. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's go see what's happening on the Royal Promenade. I'm going to go take a walk.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, the kids will love that channel. Oh, my gosh a good thing to turn on when they wake up earlier than we do in the morning and just turn on a movie and we keep sleeping so yeah so
0: i know that I know that you're also a big planner, which is good. Mm-hmm. So I also know, based on my many, 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 many Facebook messages that I've gotten over the years, <laughs> um, that you, I mean, are there, what concerns do you have? What, uh, are, what are some things that are sticking out in your mind as things you're, you're still either cognizant of that you have to look out for or things you haven't quite planned yet? Or is there anything on, on the horizon that you're kind of like keeping an eye out on?
1: Well, I am, well, there's a couple things. Obviously, I'm a little intimidated by the size of the ship.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, yeah, like, I mean, that's a little daunting to me. No matter how much I plan, I still am a little bit, I know they have those wayfinders, which will be amazing, but, you know, just not knowing where I'm going kind of, you know, intimidates me a little bit, and, and I know how big it is, And but in terms of what I'm keeping my eye on, um, I want to see what dining packages come out, because I've heard that, there's a dining package on board that you can only book on board um, mm-hmm. that you can get four restaurants for a certain amount of money per person. So I'm, I'm curious to know once I – that's why I don't want to book anything now. I want to wait till I get on board and see what's offered there yep. um, because I, I plan to take advantage of that specialty dining package if they still have it. And uh, so that's what I'm mainly keeping my eye on out for. I'm also – I've also in my research I've found that they have um, – some kind of cell phone that you can use while you're on board, but they have a limited number. So you got to kind of get one right away or you might not get one at all. So I I plan to, as soon as I get on the ship, I have a million places. I want to be all at once to try (laughs) to reserve everything. I want to go check my table at the, at the main dining room, make sure I'm not, we like to eat just the four of us. I don't, I'm not one of those people that likes to sit at a big group table, <laughs> mainly because my kids are still little and, you know, I don't want to have to worry about them interfering with other people's meals. So I like to always go to the, the main dining room, check that we're at a table of four, go to guest services, see about the dining package, go up to the, I think it's the card room or something and try to get one of those cell phones. And So yeah, it's going to be a no. little bit, that first day is going to be a little bit <laughs> of a jumble, but yeah.
0: The, the, the cell phones are the Royal Connect phones. We use those on Oasis of the Season. they are really oh. cool. You're right. You have to go straight there, and okay. there are limited amounts, so yeah, you you got the right plan. The thing is, of course, I don't know how many you're planning on renting, but if you're trusting your kids with them, just keep in mind that if you... If you If they break them, you're out like six hundred dollars. But oh my gosh! Yeah, so my parents were like, they they were the ones who fronted them. money. they were like, oh, you gotta, you know, instill the fear of God in them before you you, before you lend them. But it's great because not only does it have like text messaging, essentially, it has a locator. It's it's like GPS. You can see like, oh, "Oh, they're they're at this part of the ship, and that's that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, assuming assuming of course they remembered to bring the phone with them. A lot of times they were left in the stateroom, so it's like no, they're still in the stateroom, and then. Anyway, that's a whole other story. But they are very cool technology. Uh, it's 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 probably worth it. I, I think so.
1: Well, I think so. I mean, especially with a ship that big. If you know, yeah. one even, sometimes even when the kids are napping, my husband will stay back with them and read, and um, while they're napping, and I'll go out and explore the ship. And this way, I know when to come back when they've woken up. And I don't know. There's so much coordinating that can happen, and it's nice to be able to get in touch with each other, especially when it's such a big ship.
0: Yeah, the other option you could do as well. Don't forget is they have the unlimited internet packages on Allure, and oh, okay. you could if you. I know you have an. I know you have an iPhone, but mm-hmm. if your kids have one. Also, you could do the iMessaging thing with the unlimited plan. It might be more expensive, but you get a lot. You get more out of it. So, something else to consider in case you know they run out or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's true. I never thought about it like that. My kids are still too young, but like between Eddie and I, it might be, it might be yeah. something to consider. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool.
0: Well, before we let you go, Danielle, your favorite part, we get to ask you four quick questions here to get to know you a little bit better. So I'm gonna, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you some questions. Just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Okay. Favorite, well, I was going to ask you your favorite restaurant on a Royal Caribbean ship. You haven't been on a Royal Caribbean ship yet. So I'll ask you two parts. Favorite restaurant on a Disney ship and favorite restaurant you're most looking forward to checking out on a Royal Caribbean ship.
1: Okay. So – Favorite restaurant at Disney ship would have to be Animator's Palette on the Wonder. Um, I love the little show that Mickey puts on at the end, so that's why it's my favorite. Um, and uh, the, I already answered this one. I can't wait to try Giovanni's Table because I love Italian food and I hear it's really good. So looking forward Absolutely. to
0: that. Preferred drink while on a cruise?
1: Ah, uh, well, my preferred drink at any time is a Caesar um but i don't think you guys make caesars in the states every time i go over to the states you only make bloody mary so i might have to settle for a bloody mary which is an okay equivalent
0: i have never heard of a caesar is that yeah, a there British you go thing?
1: see yeah. is that a what a rich thing? is
0: that no, a British thing.
1: Oh, a British thing. No, it's a Canadian thing. Actually, it was oh. started in Canada, apparently. So it's all instead right. of using tomato juice, it's clamato juice. Have you? Do you guys have clamato juice? It's clam. Is that, like and that clam
0: stuff? Yeah. yeah. Ooh,
1: oh, like it's, so it's so good. So
0: good. All right. <laughs> I'll
1: have to make you one before we go on the quantum. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: all right. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Favorite port-a-call to visit.
1: Ooh, I, you know what? I know. A lot of people disagree with me, but I really like St. Martin. I thought it was yes. beautiful. The water was, I think, the most beautiful I, I've seen. Even I liked it even more than St. Thomas. So that would be my favorite.
0: And lastly, favorite song on the radio or your iPhone today?
1: Ooh, this is a hard one. Because I have a lot of old stuff, too. Um, what do I like? And I don't know anybody's name. Any <laughs> it's okay, any you just artist tell the title. Names. Um, That's Okay.
0: That song uh, that goes like this, you can sing it. We're all we're all we're all, <laughs> yeah. we're all friends here.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you like that. Um, okay, that song that's sing, but by I don't know who, but it's a new song and I don't know. It was playing all during the World Cup, so I kind of got into it. Maybe you don't know. Sing,
0: I, know. I think it's uh, okay. Well, someone will figure it out, and someone will post it in the show notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. so.
1: <laughs> nice. Sorry about that. I'm oh, a it's uh, a sing
0: by. I think it's sing by Ed Sheeran?
1: Oh, is it? Okay, I learned something S- new.
0: I think that's the name of it. Well, I'll go with that anyway. So, Okay, <laughs> right. sounds good. Danielle, a pleasure to have you on here. Looking forward to hearing about your your results on your after your cruise and of course looking forward to seeing you on the Royal Caribbean group cruise coming up in just a few months. Thanks again, Danielle.
1: Thank you, Matt for having me.
0: I think Danielle and her family can have a great time on Allure of the Seas. And, you know, we talked about Quantum of the Seas, and I wanted to quickly mention that actually starting earlier this week, we started a new blog series on realcaribbeanblog.com called 99 Days of Quantum. And as you might imagine, we're under 100 days until Quantum of the Seas debuts. So we're going to be doing one blog post a day, every day, until Quantum of the Seas debuts to kind of get everybody excited for and preview little aspects of the cruise here and there. It's going to be a lot of fun. So check out realcaribbeanblog.com I'll put a link in the show notes. Exactly. To those blog posts. And of course, we're answering your emails, and boy, we've got a lot to get through, so let's get right into it. And our first, of course, is from our good friend Christopher Percy. Matt, we've been cruising long enough to have gone from cash to individual in individual envelopes to the current automatic tipping, which the standard is today. The amount charged on a daily basis is reasonable since everyone works very hard to provide us with excellent cruise experience. In the rare occurrence, when you are not happy with the level of service by a particular crew member, there are other avenues to pursue versus dinging all the people that receive the benefit of the daily gratuity amount. Bottom line is that tipping is not going to break the budget since you can afford to cruise anyway. And the benefit to all who receive part of the daily gratuity is a big part of their overall compensation. In the case of a crew member who does go above and beyond, utilize the wow cards whenever applicable in addition to some cash. For example, the bartenders and the concierge have always been well-received. Great points as always, Christopher. I appreciate hearing from you. Next, we have an email from Jay White. Matt, my fiancé and I will be sailing on Independence of the Seas on July sixteenth, 2015. We're getting married on the 15th of July in 2015. I want to know what World Caribbean does special for honeymooners. Also, any other tips, tricks to make me look like a hero on our honeymoon? Jay, great question. You know, we spent our honeymoon on a Royal Caribbean cruise. It was on Mariner of the Seas way back in 2008, so it's been a little while. But Royal Caribbean does a lot of little things here that you can definitely uh, do. One is there's a honeymoon package, which you can purchase, actually, if you go to your cruise planner on RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com. You go to the gifts and gear section. I think that's what they still call it. And over there, you're going to find, among all other things, there's a decoration package, which we did that. I said I surprised my my wife at the time with, with that. Uh, they There's decorations basically all in the in the stateroom. You can also order other things like wine and roses and rose petals and whatever else to your heart's content. These are all little things to kind of, you know, again, surprise your wife with everything that's going on. The other thing you want to make sure is you note know not only in your cruise reservation, but any dining reservations you make that it's your it's your honeymoon and you're looking forward to doing that. And, and of course little things like that can help set you up for some special occasions. It may, it may not do them anything, but Having them know about it always makes for uh, a good idea. There's also the Love and Marriage Game Show if you really want to get out there and hear those kinds of people. The Love and Marriage Game Show is a game show where they pick different couples, like a newlywed couple, a couple that's been married for a little while, and then the couple that's been married for a really long time, like over 30 or 40 years. And it's a game show where you tell a lot, you share a lot of funny and private moments with the audience, all in good fun. But if you like that kind of stuff, I think you really enjoy it. And even if you don't want to get up there on stage, that's okay. You can just watch it. Me and my wife love checking out that show. Otherwise, I mean, I really think that what it's about, obviously, is, you know, splurging a little bit. Maybe get a couple's massage in the spa on board. There are an opportunity. Maybe you buy some flowers. Of course, the florist is available for you to buy flowers on your ship. And, you know, little things like that. I think we're going to go a long way. If anyone has any suggestions, of course, you can help Jay out here, but you got some time. And I would also recommend, Jay, you check out the uh, Royal Caribbean Blog message boards. We have a great community there, and maybe some people can share some ideas with you as well. So good luck. Next, we have an email from Elizabeth. We're booked on a cruise next year. and I have a lot of questions. It's our first Royal Caribbean cruise. I love the podcast on St. Martin. Can you do one in Puerto Rico and one in St. Kitts? I'm also curious about onboard photos. Any specials? Carnival has a deal for buy 10 photos for $10. They'll put them on a thumb drive and it gives you the rights to reproduce them. All right, well, sorry, there's two questions there. Uh, I will absolutely do a podcast on Puerto Rico. I've been there a number of times. It's a great port. San Juan is beautiful. It's a great port to visit, in fact, one of my favorites. So I think I will do a podcast about that. And St. Kitts, I haven't been to St. Kitts, but I think I have some friends who might have. So maybe we'll invite some friends on talk about things to do in St. Kitts. I would recommend, though, if you are interested in these kinds of things, of course, I've said this on other podcasts, check out TripAdvisor. Go to some message boards that are out there, like Cruise Critic, and you can look up a lot of things to do there. But the Puerto Rico one, we'll definitely do a podcast about that. It's a great idea. In terms of photos, the only photo deals that the Royal Caribbean really offers, they do offer a CD which anybody can buy. It's only on certain ships, I think the newer ships, or at least ships that have been refurbished lately. But the a lot of the ships do offer, of course, the paper photos. We were on Jewel of the Seas, I think. Yeah, man. Which is an older ship, not refurbished. We still were able to get a deal on that. And this is your first time on Royal Caribbean, it's not going to help you, because I was going to say that... Crown and Anchor members do get deals. It was like, buy one, get one 50% off. The photos are overpriced, no question about it. We got some, but the photos that we got with our daughter were like amazing, like kind of like, oh my gosh, we had to buy them. So we dropped like, you know, a hundred bucks on four photos, but two of the photos were really cheap because we both me and my wife had the Crown and Anchor discount. So that might be something you might look into, but of course, you're not Crown Anchor members for this cruise. That's probably not going to help. Maybe what you do is a lot of people don't use them. See if you can find someone who will give it to you. Just, you know, make some friends on board. Be like, hey, are you Crown & Anchor members? Do you have that? Are you going to use that coupon? Because if not, we'd love to have it. I know it's kind of, you know, a little asking, but eh, that's all right. We're all friends, right? Elizabeth also writes, in Grand Cayman, we had lunch at a cabana on the beach at the Royal Palms. really want to do the same thing on our next cruise. Anything like that on the Orient Beach in Saint Martin? What about Saint Kitts? Love your podcast, keep them coming. So, having a, a meal on the beach, they had a restaurant at the at the beach that we went to, Bikini Beach in Saint Martin in Orient, which is part of Orient Beach. And they, they weren't cabanas there, although there's it's a huge, huge stretch of beach over there. So, what you probably want to do is look for one that has. A, I would be shocked if there isn't one on there, and you could probably get something like that. The one that we did, they had. They had service. The guy would bring you the food right to your, your chair, and of course, you could have umbrellas there. It's not quite the same thing as a cabana, obviously, but they did have at least that level of service, and I think that we could probably find something for you that's going to have a cabana, in fact, for you to help you out there. And again, I'm sorry. I haven't been to Saint Kitts kits yet, but I would definitely check again. TripAdvisor and all these, Google in general is always a great resource to help you find that kind of information. I would be really shocked if there isn't at least something available to you, even if it's just like a, a beach Couch? Couch? couch beach beach couch <laughs> i've seen i had them on uh, roatan they had those i don't know what you consider them exactly but there are those kinds of facilities as well so i think you're, you'll i think you're gonna find something Elizabeth. i wouldn't worry too much about them and of course if any of our listeners can help elizabeth out send us an email we'll read it right next on the next podcast to help her out so thank you for listening elizabeth next we have an email from Shantae in ohio Hi, Matt. I'm a huge fan of WW Today as Walt Disney World has become our new family vacation as my husband, a Navy combat veteran, absolutely hates to cruise. I love it. And I, in fact, I miss it dearly. Do you have any thoughts on solo cruising? Pros? Cons? Solo cruising is a great idea if you can do it. Uh, the, probably the biggest con to solo cruising is that the cost. A lot of cruise lines, and Royal Caribbean is one of them, charge a single supplement fee on the cruises. So what that means is... If you're going by yourself, and let's say the cost is, I'm just throwing a number out there, $800, let's say, for the, for a week-long cruise on whatever, you have to pay not only $800 to pay the supplement fee, which is usually 100%, so you're going to be paying another $800, even though no one else is going. Basically, the way the cruise lines have designed their ships, they have to, they, they take into consideration a certain amount of people being on board, and that certain amount of people, equate to a certain amount of money, and that how this is how they make their, their bones, essentially, and make their cruises profitable. So for solo cruisers in the past, they've been charging those fees. And they still do that. However, there are new solo cabins coming on the Quantum Class ships, which may be an option for you to check out. So if you can check those out, and they're available to you, and you have the opportunity, that might be a way around it. Also, some last-minute cruises do allow you to forego the single supplement fee or have a reduced single supplement fee that allow you to get it for a little bit cheaper again look for those kinds of deals to kind of get around that or just suck it up a lot of people just just do that anyway and they do it but the great thing about cruising solo is you get to do what you want anytime you want which is which is look it's very selfish but it's a lot of fun and i think it's it's a great experience it's opportunity to be able to continue traveling enjoying what you do so uh shantae if you if your husband doesn't like cruising and you still are a big fan of it you know what you should still do it. Uh, come with a, come book a cruise. And if, how about the Royal Caribbean Group Cruise, right? We, that's on Quantum of the Seas. There are, hopefully, I haven't checked, but there could still be some single cabins available for you there. And hopefully that'll be an opportunity for you to cruise with a group, but you're still cruising solo, so you get the best of both worlds there. So hopefully that works out. Let us know what happens in, in terms of your bookings. Next, we have an email from Garrett. Hi, Matt. I wanted to give you an update on our Explorer of the Seas cruise. Now that we're back, I wanted to point out our experience in San Juan. We went in with no real game plan other than wanting to see the fort and work our way back to the ship, which, by the way, is a great idea. Back to his email. While we were trying to get a cab, one of the drivers, Edwin, asked if we wanted a private tour, and we said sure. He took us all over the island, including the state house and the impossible-to-find farmer's market in the middle of the city, where we got a bunch of fruits. Again, very much a local's place, and everyone was very friendly. Edwin knew the ball. From there, he took us to the new San Juan and showed us the beaches and stuff. We ended up back in Old San Juan for a tour, and he dropped us off at the center of Old San Juan, went to the Restaurante Reyes, hope I'm pronouncing that right, for some mojitos, don't get the large one, it's really large, mofongo, and I really don't know what else it was, but it was all really good, and we did some shopping and walked back to the ship. Here is Edwin's info for anyone is interested, it's Intrepid Tours, Edwin Rosado, and his phone number is 787-232-3027. He costs about $100 for one and a half hours and a nice town car with good air conditioning. I probably could have talked him down more, but I think it was worth it. Overall, a great time. Garrett, perfect. Actually, we had that email about San Juan, so there's a good suggestion there. And I love hearing these kinds of things, especially about getting you know good people that can can bring you around the port you're visiting and also do it for an affordable price. And that sounds like that's a great option there for you, Garrett. So so glad to hear that you enjoyed that as well, and I'm assuming since you didn't mention anything else about Explore, you had a good time on there as well, but I love hearing about everyone's experiences, both onshore and on board, so thank you for the update, Garrett. Last email is from Bill, says, congratulations on a one-year anniversary of the podcast. I've been listening from the start and enjoyed every episode. We were cruise newbies this last January, and you've helped my wife and I prepare for two successful cruises already. I'm sure you hear this all the time, but thanks for the help and the sage advice. Much appreciated. P.S. Just a comment on the topic in the last episode. We tried a balcony stateroom and an inside stateroom, and there was no comparison at all. We loved having coffee and a light breakfast delivered at 7 a.m. and relaxing on the balcony while enjoying the beautiful view in peace. The Inside stateroom was a lot like staying in a pop-up camper. Not a pleasant cabin experience at all. It's all balconies for us from now on. Just our opinion, of course. Bill, thank you so much for the very kind words and for weighing in on the old debate there with the inside versus balcony cabin debate so that's really great and of course I want to hear from you if you have some thoughts comments whatever's on your mind you can of course email us Matt matt at royalcaribbeanblog.com. I love having so many of you my friends be part of this podcast so it's been a it's a real pleasure to be able to, to share a little bit of this show every week with each and one of you so until next time I'm Matt Hotchberg and we'll talk again soon.